All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I am Brian. Altplayground.net, guys, is an amazing partner of the podcast. We want to give them a shout out and a thank you today. And we want to let you guys know of the many modern features that can be found at altplayground.net. For example, if you want to assess chemistry real time, you can actually upload and watch other people's video profiles. So instead of just a profile picture, you can actually see their face, their mannerisms, their tone of voice, all of that as an easier way to assess if they might be the right fit for you. It's just one of the ways that Alt Playground is really moving the space forward and trying to provide more options than ever before to find the right lifestylers or sex-positive people to connect with. The other thing we love about Alt Playground is it's not just swinger-centric. It really is for anyone that is in the sex-positive world and looking to meet like-minded people. So whether you're polyamorous, you're a hot wife couple, you're interested in your next threesome, or something else, you are going to find people you can connect with at altplayground.net and we'll see you there so we are uh we're having a fun week we actually have really fun weekend plans i'm excited we have a kind of naughty birthday coming up this weekend yes we do for a new friend of yours yes we're going to talk about his and my first time together shortly but i'm excited to spend a little bit of time with him and some of his lifestyle friends and his partner for his birthday and it's in a place where we can totally get naked which i know you're really excited about Fuck yeah i just want to be naked we're just corresponding with our good friends over at crazy truth and they're doing their crazy summer nights and i was like they're gonna frolic in the woods naked yeah why are we need to figure this out but it is so fucking far away or we would totally be naked in the woods with them yeah we were looking into it we wanted to go and we realized it was 20 hours away from where we're at right now i just can't i just i want to i just can't we got just too much going on it would be like four days on the road it would just fuck our whole schedule up yeah but i would it would totally be something i would be down for well we have our own fun going on we like i said have a naughty birthday this weekend which i'm really excited about and i have really been active in corresponding with some new people in the area which i'm proud of myself for because i have relied on you once again most of the time since we've been on the road to kind of find fun for us yeah and i am being far more proactive now and that's been really fun as well it gets me i I realize why i like it as much as i do doing it myself a because there's no guesswork in it i don't really like the surprises i know that you think that i love the surprises of like hey we have a date tonight i think you like that way more than i do probably i like knowing what i'm getting myself into and like mentally preparing for it and also getting myself all dolled up and that whole process of like feeling uber sexy and sensual during those times. No, I totally get that. So I'm really being proactive right now and it's been cool. I actually had the chance to correspond with someone who's in a polyamorous relationship, but an open polyamorous relationship. And he's not necessarily looking to be polyamorous with anyone else right now, but definitely looking for sexy friends. And that's been really fascinating, especially because, you know, we've been talking about poly and just being able to kind of bounce things off of him. He's a very experienced poly guy that's been really fucking cool yeah so 
to be clear, you did not appreciate the surprise of the twelve by six inch cock. Is that what you're? <laughs> is that what you're saying, to everybody, right now? I appreciated it. He was, <laughs> it a, was a surprise to me too. He was a, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wonderful guy, and I really appreciated that you took the time and effort to make it happen. Did I appreciate the twelve by six cock itself? Probably not. not. Not so much. I mean, for a period of time, you did. Yeah. In the moment, it was great. Yeah, But the sure. four days following, yeah, not so yeah, much. Yeah, the soreness, probably not so much. Well, I like the idea that you're doing it on your own, too. It's also cool because you've opened up the doors now to a younger demographic. Yes. Which I think is really interesting. And I am so happy that you are corresponding with those fellows so that I don't have to. <laughs> You want me to take on all of the headache? Is that what you're saying? Well, when it comes to the younger guys, I feel like when I'm talking to them, they think I'm talking to them like a parent. Or a teacher or something. Yeah, and and it's difficult. Not that I can't communicate with them, certainly, or you know, have a cogent conversation with someone in their 20s, but I feel like they are maybe a little less, they're a little less apt to be open with me because of my age and because of the age difference between us. Yeah, because so, you're probably older than their parents. At least as old as their parents, most likely. And I don't I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable right out of the gate. And I feel like that's what I'm doing. So not to, you know, to not make things awkward, at least, it's difficult. So I think it's probably better that you're corresponding with the younger... I could easily correspond with the older guys. Like, that's like a no-brainer. But I think the younger gentlemen, you should probably do that vetting anyway. Okay. Well, I have been, and it's been going okay. Yeah. And for those of you who listened last week, a little update for you. Three question marks guy is back in play. Yeah. Brian kind of talked me into being a little more patient, a little more understanding. Well, we're trying to open our horizons a little bit, right? Broaden our horizons. Trying to open our minds a little bit bit to things that we wouldn't ordinarily be open to, I guess. Because, and not shitting all over people immediately. Well, yeah, the single guys particularly. I mean, we are we do tend to be hard on those guys, no pun intended. But it is a difficult situation that we find ourselves in a lot of times because we are bombarded with single guy interaction. And some of them are just so egregious, you can't, you just can't help it. Yeah, I know. So then the ones that are borderline automatically get lumped in, which... Yeah, not fair. We're working on. It's yeah. a work in progress. I still find myself typing something snarky. It's really funny. So I'll be on kick or something. I'll type something out that's really snarky. I'll erase it and then I'll type something again. And it's like, eh, there's still a little snark there. I'll erase it. And then the third one's pretty nice. Yeah. I've really started to edit myself and be a little bit more measured in the ways I'm interacting with people. And I think it's going much better. Yeah, I think that's what we, I mean, you definitely need to, especially again, with the younger guys, you, you got to give them a little bit of leeway. They got to get a little bit of a wider berth because they're going to make dumb fucking mistakes yeah. i think it's just natural it just happens yeah it is what it is so i'm but i am glad that you are stepping out there and you are taking control of it yeah it's fun we'll see how it goes yeah listen how bad could it be well <laughs> yeah you say that now you just wait <laughs> yeah i know that's why i said it kind of tongue-in-cheek but i thought so too so single guy tip of the week you should have a good single guy tip of the week because you are corresponding with a very cool guy Yes. Which and I'm thrilled because he just sent an amazing fucking picture <laughs> that I am I am so excited to get to wherever that picture was taken. Yes. So we as mentioned last week are heading to the Tampa area after this and I am being so proactive that I'm actually talking to guys in that area now to try to get a feel for the area, understand kind of the layout of gentlemen and what the options are going to be when we get to that area and so far it's been great. It's been a, a really 
really good level of correspondence and a lot of respect from these guys. But one in particular has really stood out. He actually lives very near where we're going to be staying. He is incredibly attractive. He has an amazing body. But on top of that, I think single guy tip of the week this week is this is a guy who obviously wants to be sexual and he has put himself out there as such without being creepy. But he's also done a great job of balancing it by asking me things about myself, my interests, and really trying to find common ground between the two of us. For example, he asked why it is we're in Florida and why we're coming to that side of the state and what we hope to do while we're there. And through doing that, he learned that we're beach people, that I love being on the beach, that you love being on the beach more than anything. Yes. He's already he's already recommended multiple beaches, but he also said if we hit it off and we want to continue to hang out, I would love to take you and Brian on my boat and go to kind of this badass island. And he showed me a picture of it. And it's not about the boat. It's not about someone having an experience to provide us with. It's just the thoughtfulness behind it and his willingness to look at this as more than just a sexual interaction. This is somebody who truly wants to get to know me and us. And I so appreciate that. Yeah. He's taking a genuine interest in you and and myself, obviously, and, and us as a couple, and taking an interest in what we like and things that we were, are looking forward to doing and why we're doing the things we're doing. To some degree, I guess some people might say, ah, it's just small talk. It's just, just fodder or whatever. I disagree. If someone's genuinely reaching out and asking those, those kind of questions and being thoughtful in their approach and corresponding and, and you know, really just kind of that friendly banter, that's what you're looking for. What's and, wrong with small talk? I don't dislike small talk. Well, I think it's imperative. You know, it's how you get to know people, particularly digitally. I mean, what what choice do you have, honestly? And to be able to, I guess my point is to be able to have that level of kind of chit chat, it makes it a little bit more comfortable when you finally meet that person. Yeah, because now I know when we sit down for the first time, we're going to have things to talk about. I'm not going to be sitting there twiddling my thumbs, looking at the clock going, when the fuck is this going to end? Right. I know that there are going to be things we can connect with about that have more to do with just me taking my panties off at the end of the night. And I really like that. And I think it's something that people need to learn how to do without it being just about the sex, even if the interaction is just about the sex. This is not a poly guy. This is a single guy who loves being single and loves kind of playing the field. He's made that very clear. And yet he wants to know me on a deeper level than just you know, how it feels to fucking enter me. Well, but that's the whole point, right? He understands that the way to get your panties off is to do exactly what he's doing. Yes, absolutely. Which is totally okay. We, we applaud it. Yes, I certainly do. I really do appreciate it. And I'm interested in him now. I'm eager. Here's the thing. I am now eager to hang out with him, which is also something I haven't experienced a lot since we've been on the road. And I think part of it is because guys that we have encountered, that I have encountered digitally up to this point, have been very much focused on the sex. And it's really nice when you find people who aren't. Yeah. And much like the gentleman that you're going to talk about in an upcoming episode that you just had a date with, similar situation. You really did click with him digitally you had some really cool conversations with him over a period of time got to know him a little bit he got to know you now of course we did meet he and his partner very briefly by happenstance and so that helped certainly but it was very brief all but five minutes and then the correspondence that you guys had again was very thoughtful and under and you kind of got a feel for who he was and he understands who you are and who we are as a couple and vice versa 
so it made for a phenomenal fucking experience. Yeah, plus he tells me I'm cute all the time, which, which I you fucking are. love. You are a compliment whore. I was like, I really need to work on that. And you're like, why do you need to work on that? Yeah. That's just who you are. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, I guess that that's true. Part. Yeah, you ask, you say stuff to me all the time, like, or you tell me all the time, tell me I'm cute. You know, tell me how pretty I am. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, I just did. You're like, well, you need to tell me three three times as much as you're telling me right now. Yeah, yeah. I like it. If yeah. it. It puts a smile on my face. You should want to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, literally all the time. I know. That's all At I should ever At least once an about. hour. It's all I should ever say. <laughs> I know. If something comes out of your mouth, it should be followed up with, and you're super cute. Yeah, I know. You love that. So, yeah, why change it? It's part of who you are. Yeah, it's true. It's endearing. Is some, it? Some, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's almost like you don't know how cute you are. <laughs> Which is insane because you're super cute. And I think you just like to hear people tell you. Yeah, I do. I'm vain. I think that's what it is more so than anything. Yeah, I'm that's uber right. vain. It's just who I am. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So I think single guy tip of the week really uh, to sum it up is take the extra steps, right? Do the things that most people wouldn't ordinarily think to do in these situations. Ask the questions that most people wouldn't ordinarily ask. But why are you not just automatically trying to get to know people. I guess we just think of the lifestyle a little bit differently than a lot of people. Like, I truly want to understand people. I want to know what makes them tick. I want to get inside their brain. And I think in doing so, I can offer them far greater sexual experiences than if I didn't do that. So I guess I just don't understand the people that just want to immediately go to sex and talking about sex and talking about, you know, the lingerie you're going to wear or the way you're going to suck a cock or whatever. I like knowing people on a deeper level than that. And I can't relate to people who don't. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just not how my brain works. Well, I think much like that's how our brain works. It's That's how other people's brains work. It's sex, sex, sex. That's all I'm inter interested in. I want the one-offs. I'm not looking for a friendship. I'm not looking for anything outside of a just a physical, intimate contact of some kind. I just want to have that that experience of being with someone new or whatever the case may be. It's a one-off. It's that one-time thing that people get off on. I totally get that. I understand it. But for us, the truth of the matter is we are better suited to play with people with whom we have a real connection of some kind that we have connected with on some level and that we genuinely enjoy being around, even if we're dressed. Or even if it's just one time, even if it is yeah. a one-off, I like to know the person and appreciate them as a person. The experience just gets better from, I mean, from my perspective anyway, I feel like my experiences are always better and, and I provide a, a better experience when I know the person or at least feel like I have some understanding of them and some connection with them and, and I've had some correspondence with them and they're not complete and total strangers. Yeah. It just works better for me. Yeah, I agree. It's tough to connect with a stranger in any way, physically for me, for certain. But yeah. this yeah. is a guy, the guy specifically that we're talking about understands that getting into my brain and making me feel comfortable is going to pay dividends and I'm super fucking excited to hang out with him. Now, just throwing this out there, if we end up on a cool fucking beach that he takes us to because he knows the area total fucking bonus because i am so excited to get to the beautiful west coast of florida and see the waters and i hear the sand is like baby powder and i'm just excited to immerse myself in that beach experience yes it is and i cannot wait so i guess the bottom line is for single guy tip of the week if you want to get in brenda's pants you got to get in her brain first <laughs> yes that's what we're going with absolutely single guy tip of the week you are welcome work on that. Yeah. I've had a lot of guys get into my brain lately. The gentleman that we talked about last week, 
we are going to spend some more time with. He has kind of a naughty experience that he is putting in the works for us right now. I am not going to spoil it because it's too fucking good. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's not even just the experience because the experience itself is awesome, but it's how it's playing out that I find fucking hilarious. Oh, what do you mean? Well, like the text message strain that he shared with you and how he's putting it together. It's the fucking best. It's just the best. It, It just really lends itself to his personality. Spoiler alert, it's not just him. Let's just leave yeah. it at that, okay? It's gonna and- be. Let's just say it's gonna be an international incident. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's funny to me. It's not funny to our listeners, but you'll hear in a couple of weeks, hopefully what happens. And then you'll you'll look back on this and laugh. Hopefully <laughs> it should be absolutely fucking amazing. And I'm just looking forward to it because really because you're so excited about it. I am so excited about it. I think about it all the time. I fucking masturbated to it today. Well, I know I saw the wand in the bed. <laughs> I noticed. You went to take a nap and you <laughs> laid down on my wand. You came out and were like, Oh, what's this? Well, spoiler alert, I was totally getting off to the idea of what this amazing Frenchman has planned for me next. Well, is that what you were thinking about while we were having sex before you masturbated? No, I was thinking about how sexy you are during that, but definitely by myself, I was thinking about the Frenchman and his friend. We'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. (laughs) Yes, his friend. We'll call it the International Incident. We'll just say right now, that'll be the name of the the title of of that episode, I'm sure. (laughs) For sure. Or the French connection something fucking insane oh it'll be good yeah just know that the experience is going to be fucking hot and i seriously cannot wait to tell you about it and we have a lot of fun coming up for you guys yeah absolutely so there's there's a lot happening and we've talked about this many times but being on the road has really opened up a lot of doors for us and it's really just now I'm, i'm gonna say within the last i don't know two weeks maybe ish that we have really started to find some ground we really just started to begin to understand what it is that we're doing and how we're going to do it and creating really creating systems for ourselves and schedules for ourselves and regimens for ourselves like we normally would have and that's what we've been missing this entire time and that's been the frustrating part because we don't i don't function that way I i need protocols I know it's been like we're banging our head up against a wall. And I think even just scheduling things out and also scheduling time for fun and sexy time is going to be really helpful because then it's like you anticipate it. If we have two nights a week that we're really planning for those things, I know myself. I'm going to look forward to it all week. I'm going to work myself up. I'm going to masturbate to it. I'm going to talk to you about it in bed. It's going to be those little pockets of time, just like it was at home, where we know like all of our sexual energy is going to be pushed to that. And I think that that's a really healthy thing for us specifically. It may not work for everyone, but it works for us. Well, also, we created a work schedule for ourselves, which up until this point, we have not had. You know, we're working from the road and getting a whole lot of stuff done, but it's just been shotgunned all over. We're just we're just spraying it all over. Well, there's some days we would work 14 hours and other days we wouldn't work at all. And then the next day we'd work two hours and then another 14 hour day. So yeah, we're just getting a system in place and it feels really good. It makes me feel like we're finally finding our sea legs, our road legs, if you will. Yeah, our our day today was incredibly productive. Finally, I feel like we had like a full legit day of work. Like we punched in, got the job done. Of course, we're not done yet. We still have a long day. Uh, the, today actually is Wednesday right now. We're recording this on Wednesday, which we don't ordinarily do, by the way, which lends itself to our current schedule, our new schedule. So it's really been fun and just kind of laying it out and, and let's just see where it goes. I'm, I'm excited about it. I like to, I like a schedule. I like to be functional 
in a plan. You're a creature of habit. Terrible fucking creature of habit. Yeah, yeah. I could. I mean, I eat the same thing every day. <laughs> I do the same thing. In other words, day. it's boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely Work wise, boring. it's good, but yeah, you probably should try to mix a few things up in your life. Ah. Have some, have some fun once in a while, Brian. Let I, your hair down that you don't have. I have no fucking hair. I feel like we have a lot of fun. So I'm not concerned about it. Okay, good. Yeah, we have a good time. We're going to have a whole lot of fun here the next couple of weeks. Yes. And after the next couple of weeks, we are going to be back at Secrets. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but wanted to remind you guys, if you have not heard yet, that we are going to be at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida on the 8th, 9th, and 10th of April. The 8th is going to be our newbie night. We're going to do a question and answer and a tour of the grounds and all sorts of fun shit. And then Friday and Saturday, we're doing pool parties. We are going to have giveaways and drawings and all sorts of fun shit planned and if you guys either book a room or buy a ticket for the event make sure you tell them you're with front porch swingers and you'll get a special wristband that gives you access to additional prizes and fun stuff throughout the weekend so if you want to book a room you can head to secretsfl.com and if you have any additional questions for us on that you can shoot us a message at mail mail at frontporchswingers.com but we really hope to meet you guys we actually just had another couple that told us they're going to be there a couple that we met in montana they're not from montana but we had a chance to connect with them in montana and they are going as well so we have couples coming from like seven states at this point and that's not including our local friends here in florida yeah it's going to be an amazing time and this is just a party we're just throwing a party there is no other benefit to this for us we just want to have some fun we feel like 2021 really needs to be lifted up we just want to have a good fucking time we have another event plan another party plan it's not even an event it's a party we're throwing parties in 2021 and uh that's going to be something we'll talk about relatively soon we have a lot of our friends involved in that that's going to be a fucking blast too just yeah. just a party just having a fucking party yes drinking just meeting people yeah i was just gonna nudity. say meeting people with alcohol and sex <laughs> yeah it, it, that's that's really all it is there's nothing more to it you know we're just excited to be able to do some new shit some cool shit while we're on the road and we're just going to take advantage of it who knows how long we're going to do it so we may as well do as much as we can Sure. We hope you'll come hang out with us. Today, we have a fun story. We actually had a hotel room last week, and we took full advantage of said hotel room. (laughs) Yes, we did. We had a lot of fun between the two of us in that room, and today we are going to talk about the first half of the fun in the hotel room, which was your time shared with Tara, who, if you guys have not heard her talked about on the show yet, has become a friend in the area, is somebody that you, Brian, enjoy spending time with sexually and otherwise. And we're going to share your time together today very shortly. But first, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. We've talked in the past about my insomnia, my inability to wind down at the end of the night, and I've been doing so much better with that, and part of it is thanks to the amazing app Dipsy. Dipsy has these awesome bedtime stories that are a great way to clear your mind before sleep, and that's just one of the things you can find on Dipsy. It's also full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on, and each story features characters that feel like real people and immersive experiences. They have very sexy voices, and you really do feel like you're in the story. 
story. So it's just a great way to turn your brain off at the end of the day, really focus on some self-care and get you to a better headspace before your night's sleep or really any time of day. If you want to check out Dipsy for yourself, you have absolutely nothing to lose because right now Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash FPS, dipsystories.com slash FPS. One of the highlights of our week is doing our live stereo show. If you guys are not familiar with stereo, it's an awesome app, completely free to download, which allows you to listen in on live podcasts and leave your comments, questions, etc. real time. And Brian and I do a show there every single week. We have a different sexuality topic that we cover. Last week, we did one all about personal evolution in non-monogamy, which was so fun. And we really hope that you guys will come join us there. If you have Head to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers. You can subscribe to our channel and get alerted every time we go live. And at the end of today's episode, we'll tell you more about this week's episode of our Stereo Show. Again, head to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers to join us today. So as mentioned, we had quite the night last week, and we are going to detail one half of said quite night today on the podcast. I had an amazing time with a new gentleman that I am hoping to see a lot more of. But today we are going to talk about your half of the naughty fun with Tara, who we've talked about a couple different times on the podcast before today. And I'm really excited to hear what happened. Like you said, we got a room because we both had plans. Well, you had a date for the first time with this new gentleman, and I had took the opportunity, of course, to see Tara because it was in her town, and it made things nice and easy. Well, we knew they were going to be hot dates. That's the thing. I was yes. really feeling this guy, and I was really excited to be physical with him. And, of course, you always have a great time with Tara when you guys play together as well. So we just wanted to take advantage of an evening and get a room, a nice room. Really nice. And just have a fucking blast. Yes, which we did. So your date, uh, your friend picked you up at about seven o'clock and Tara arrived literally about the same time. All four of us were actually in the room at the same time when he picked you up. And, you know, we had a little bit of a light banter. It's the first time I'm having correspondence with him since we met him and his partner very ever so briefly uh, when the first time we had the chance to do that. And then you've been corresponding with him the entire time. I've had no correspondence with him. Bonus single guy tip of the week. He's not a single guy, obviously, he's partnered, but let's just call him a single guy for the purposes of this story or for this tip. He insisted on coming to the room and picking you up so he could say hello to me and shake my hand. Yes. He wanted to make sure that I was comfortable with him taking you out. Yes, he was very adamant about that because I told him a couple of different times, like, I can just meet you in the parking lot, no big deal, you don't have to find a spot and walk all, all the way to the room and all of that jazz. And he was like, no, I want to do that. I want to give Brian that respect. And I also want us to be able to go out without him worrying about who you're with. So I was super impressed by that. Yeah, that's, a, again, that's a move that um, only a partnered guy, I think, is going to, I shouldn't say only, it's definitely a move a partnered guy is going to make, I would like to think more non-partnered guys would do the same. Experienced guys, that's what it is. Well, experienced certainly, but he's also partnered and he would want the same respect for his partner. 
Sure. hundred percent, right? That's where that comes from. It's, it's just one of those things. It's a give and take. If you expect something, you have to, you have to reciprocate. And he did. And I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. You were really, really happy with that. Yeah. Kudos to him. So we were all four of us there very briefly. You were in a rush to get out, obviously. Because <laughs> I wanted to, to be with him. Started. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a rush because we wanted to get naked. She and I, it was pretty obvious that we were going to get naked pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. You guys have quite the steaminess between you. It's actually, it's really funny to be around you because even when nothing sexual is going on, even when the conversation is not naughty in nature in any way, naughty by nature, yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> it seems like you guys have this spark in your eye for each other, like you want to get each other naked. Well, what's interesting, because even if we're just sitting, like even the four of us with you know you and myself and, and Tara and Eric are just sitting around. Eric is her partner for those who haven't listened in the past to their right. episodes. We just have, you know, even if we're just having a conversation, I don't necessarily feel the heat, I think, that you see or that is emanating from us because we're just having a, just bullshitting, just having a conversation. But when we get together, there is literally almost no talking until we're having sex. Yeah, I can sense it. I can just see the way you guys are looking at each other. I think it's because I know you so well. And so seeing even the way you look at her, I'm like, you don't look at everyone like that. So it's really fun to see because I can tell you want to be sexual with her. It's something that you're seeking out and excited about. Does it look like I want to get her clothes off? Absolutely. Okay, I can tell out. in your mind you're playing out like, oh, it'd be so nice if I could take her clothes off right now. Well, or I'm playing out what has most recently happened between us because it was so fucking hot this this particular evening was no exception in fact i'm gonna say it was with the exception i guess of the first time because the first time is tough to top because of how everything went down this was absolutely the most intense and the most just satiating sex she and i've had thus far oh okay it well was, tell me about it so you, when you guys finally left which felt like an eternity it was probably three and a half minutes <laughs> You guys walked out the door, and she and I actually did have a little bit of light conversation because we hadn't seen each other in a hot second. But literally, I mean, it couldn't have been five minutes, and we were making out. And as quickly as she's Where making, are you making out, out, we're at the we're like at the edge of the bed between like the bar area and the bed, just standing there. I don't even know how we ended up there. I'm sure we just gravitated toward the bed, is what happened. And she started kissing me. I started kissing her. And almost instantly, I think I took my shorts off, like, right away and pulled off my t-shirt and then pulled her shirt off. Oh, you were eager. Yeah, I just it's just this kind of connection because I think it's like I know what's about to happen and how hot it's going to be. So and you want to rush it and get to it. Yeah, I just want to get it on with. I just, I, let's stop with the, the chit-chat and just get naked. <laughs> you know, enough is enough. So she's now in a bra and she was wearing these little uh, kind of jean shorts, which are really, you know, cute she her. always looks so cute in her little jean shorts yeah she's so teeny and she just like fits them so perfectly she looks very sexy every time yeah well i, I barely remember them because they were off really fucking quick <laughs> so once as a woman i recognize the cute shorts well i'm sure she appreciates it i don't know i just wanted to get them off of her so once she was naked i'm completely naked of course i basically pick her up and throw her on the bed on her back and very literally pin her legs behind her head and start going down on her what she's that flexible well, I don't know if she's if she wanted to be, but I think that's just the way it worked out. She wasn't well, you complaining. Can't, you can't bend a woman like that if she's not meant to be bent that way. No, I'm pretty sure I've had her in that position before, so I think I knew it was okay. But I was, I just wanted to devour her in that moment. So I went down on her, which seemed like a long time. And of course, she has a little clit ring, which is lovely, and I get what? to play with that. What? Yes. Hold on a second. How yes. did I not know this? Well, I, she just had recently put it back in. 
Oh my gosh, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. yeah. So had you known that she had a clit ring before this time? She told me that she was going to put it back in. At some point I had completely forgotten. So the truth is when I got down there and started licking her, it was a it was a surprise because I totally forgot she had reinserted it. Was it a hot surprise? Were you excited Fuck, by it? Fuck yeah, it was. It just gives me something else to play with. Oh, that sounds so hot. I've always wanted to lick a woman with a clit ring. In. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a playground. I mean, you just get the you get to play with all the toys. <laughs> it's like one little extra added bonus. Yeah, for sure. So I literally licking her top to bottom, side to side. I'm licking her asshole at this point. Oh, right? so in her ass. It was yeah. At this, I spent a good amount of time there because I enjoyed it, and she enjoyed. It, which makes me enjoy it. So hold on, I want to go back to the clit ring because I'm fascinated by this. Okay. Have you have you talked to her about it? Like, is it more sensitive because she has it? I honestly did not have a conversation with her about it at all. There was, I need to ask. Yeah, I, and I it didn't occur to me too because I just wanted to lick it. Well, so. did it seem like she was more responsive to you yes. licking? Yes, absolutely. She definitely is. She's very sensitive. Her clit is super sensitive, and especially after she has an orgasm, it, as I told you, it's like an explosive thing with her, this kind of animalistic type noises that she makes, and it's really just intense. So very sensitive, and this was certainly more sensitive than she was before, mm, I could tell, because I wasn't doing anything differently than I normally would, with the exception of maybe pulling on it with my teeth a little bit. <gasps> you pulled on the ring with your teeth? Sure, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. did she like it? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. hot. Yeah. She's not wearing it because she doesn't like it. So that's what I figured anyway. So again, I spent a measurable period of time down there, which is quite lovely. And then I turned her over and just repeated, you know, rinse and repeat from the back. That's essentially what I did. <laughs> you were licking her from the back? Yes, absolutely. And biting her, her ass a little bit. Not hard, but just letting her know that I was there. You know, that kind of thing. And I, again, spent some time there. But what happened after that was really kind of intense because as much as I wanted to fuck her brains out at that moment because I was rock hard and she's kind of pushing up into my chest and obviously we know where this is headed, I didn't do it. I totally resisted and just was teasing her a little bit and even teasing myself, to, if I'm being honest. Because You like to tease her, I think. Well, because it really intensifies our play. Yeah, because it seems it like every time up. you're together, you kind of find oh, a different way to tease her or to make her wait and anticipate the buildup and all that shit. Yeah, it was getting her worked up. And the truth is, in this this particular moment, it was working me up. It was not easy <laughs> to not fuck her at this time. So I'm basically on top of her. All of my body weight is on her. So I'm, I'm really laying on her and I'm biting on her neck and biting on, the, on her back a little bit, kind of in the center of her back and nibbling on her arms and I'm holding her arms down. And of course she's rearing up into me or doing the best she can anyway, because I'm all of my weight is on her and I'm slowly kind of going down her back and biting and nibbling and licking until I get down to her ass again. And I start going down on her again from the back and I'm biting her legs and, you know, really running my hands all over her getting all of the senses. And again, I am fucking rock hard. So I'm trying not even to touch her with my cock <laughs> because it's, yeah, I'm going crazy. And of course she's making these amazing noises and she's looking back at me like, why aren't you fucking me? And I think I said to something to her at one point, like, not yet. Like I'm not ready yet. And she's like, well, you fucking seem ready. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm really not ready yet. Yeah. So, I think that's a perfect example of why ongoing things with people are so much fun because you knew that that's what that look meant. Yes. And I'm sure it just added to like this silly, playful thing you guys had going on. Yeah, well, she at one point like put her head down. She's like, I hate you. Like, you can't keep doing this to me. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it just lends itself when you have that rapport with someone, especially after you've been with them, a, you know, a few times and you have an understanding of what makes them tick, right? You have a, you know, you know what their little peccadilloes are and, and all those things. It, it just makes the sex so much better. 
It just, uh, I think it does. I oh, mean, 100%. I know people will argue about the one-offs and the, the one-night stands and the don't know the person. It's a total stranger kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the excitement and the rush. And Yeah, and I totally get that. I mean, there's definitely a lot of buildup and anticipation for, for that type of, a, uh, of an engagement. But when you have a rapport with somebody... What she and I have is, a, is an obvious sexual, physical rapport. I mean, we we respond to each other really well. And so when you have that, I think, I just think it's better. I, for me, I know it is. There's yeah. no question. So as I'm on top of her from behind and I'm licking her from behind, she she enjoys the idea to, to a large degree, I think, of just being manhandled. I just get to move her around. You well, know? she's so teeny, so it's easy. Yeah, I just dig it. And she likes it. And, you know, she giggles and she, you know, she definitely likes that. So at one point I got back off of the bed. So now I'm standing at the foot of the bed. She is on her stomach laying on the bed with her feet toward me. And I basically pulled her by the ankles closer to the edge of the bed. So now, once again, I'm leaning all of my weight on her. So my cock is basically in the crease of her ass. <laughs> and I'm, again, nibbling on her and my hands are running through her hair and holding her down. And at the same time, kind of rubbing her shoulders a little bit while I'm nibbling on them intermittently. And so from that point, I get on the bed because now I want her on top of me. I don't want her to ride my cock yet. I just want her on top of me. So you're still teasing her. Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. So I get on the bed, uh, kind of on her left side. She climbs on top of me. We're making out a little bit, but now she's going to take advantage, right? Because she's on top of me and she's sitting on my cock. I'm not inside of her at this point. She's just sitting on it and she's kind of rubbing back and forth. But now, like I said before, she likes to like hold me down and try to control me, which I find funny because, you know, she can't hold me if I don't want her to, but I just like it. Do you find it hot too, though? I know every yeah. time you've described it, you find it like kind of amusing just because she's so tiny and you're so I much do. bigger. But does it kind of turn you on to feel some level of struggle and that kind of like energy back and forth? Or what is it that excites you? I just like the idea that she thinks she should do that. Like, I don't know. Is it because, a confidence thing? Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I've never had someone try to do that to me. Yeah. Ever. Right? Yeah, because you look like this kind of big, intimidating guy. And so for this little teeny thing to think that she's going to hold you down, I'm sure it's like, oh, that's kind of endearing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting because it's like she takes the energy from me in that moment and turns it back on me, which I find really interesting. You know, it's fun. And I, I like it because I like... For her to kind of take that control for the, for even a brief moment, it just feels good. I enjoy it. So when she's doing that, she's kind of nibbling on my neck and she's biting my chest and licking me and kissing me all over, much like I was doing with her, but while she's on top of me and just sitting on me. And now she's rubbing her or running her fingers down my chest and down my stomach and she starts to slide down and she's running her fingers down my leg and now she's teasing me right because she's right near my cock and she's <laughs> not touching it she's not even breathing on it i think at one point her head may have rubbed up against it but she's just kind of touching me all around everywhere but my cock and i'm not going to say anything because i don't want to be a complainer and like do the same thing she did like oh you're teasing me and you're not you know just, just have sex with me i'm not going to do that are you calling her a complainer she's not going to appreciate that no, she no, listens no, not a complainer but just like you know trying to make me feel bad and i should just start fucking you because you just want me to so i'm not going to do that and i just i just take it eventually of course now she starts stroking my cock and gently sucking on it and kind of playing with my balls. And then she just starts sucking my cock. And it's amazing. Squeezing my balls and kind of licking my balls at the same time, running her hands up and down my leg. And, you know, I'm getting the, I'm getting the full experience, which is really nice. And that goes on for a pretty good period of time. And finally, I pick her up. 
she stops sucking my cock. She gets on my lap for a brief second. I pick her up and put her right on my face. So now she's sitting on my face. Oh. And again, I'm playing with the ring because it's really fun. And licking her, my tongue is right inside of her. You really like when women sit on your face. And it's something that you and I hardly ever do. I don't know why. Do. It's not really my thing. But it seems like you seek that out with people who enjoy doing it. Well, I remember distinctly my birthday two years ago. <laughs> you and Hannah, you, you set that up. And... You are riding my cock and Hannah is sitting on my face. It is still embedded in my mind. And it's I'm one of pulling the hottest... her hair from behind yes. and I'm biting her shoulder. It yeah. was so fucking I hot. I couldn't see shit. All I could, I could hear all the moaning and the, and the grunt and just all of the noises. And it was just, it was still one of the hottest fucking experiences ever. And it's embedded in my mind at this point. Yeah, me too. It's seared into my brain. I'll yeah. never forget it. That's one of those things that I'll be 80 years old and I'll still think back on and be like, fuck that was hot <laughs> i fucking hope i can remember it at 80 because it was fucking hot so yeah i enjoy that and I, I like it also because if you like it i like it kind of thing she definitely enjoys it in fact when i started to move her toward me she knew exactly what i was doing and basically crawled up on top of my face oh, that's sexy is what she did and it's yeah it's super fucking hot so while she's sitting on my face i am running my hands up and down her body i've got one hand kind of on her neck not choking her but holding her and running my hands on her chest and on her stomach and really just kind of trying to touch as much of her as I can while this is happening. From that point, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just had to fuck her. Had to. There was no... I did not know how much more I was going to be able to take until I was actually physically inside of her. So basically kind of pick her up, move her to the left side. Condoms are on the nightstand on my right. Pre-opened, of course. And... At that point, I reached over, grabbed one, put it on, and she jumps right on top of my cock. So now she's riding me instantly. Oh. It's just so fucking hot. Because she definitely enjoys riding and knows how to get herself off that way. Yeah. I don't have to do a fucking thing. Sometimes I'll touch her clit, but I don't have to. Like, she, she knows exactly what to do to make herself orgasm from that position, and it's just awesome. And once again, you love the confidence of a woman knowing her own body in that way. We've talked about this so many times, but one of the things that you always tell me, even off the podcast, is how much you love when women can do exactly what they need to do to get off. Like, that is something that gets you off. Yeah, I like the idea that you know yourself well enough. And if you need to tell me something that you can. Like, if, if you can help me get you off because you know something works for you. Yeah. I say it all the time. All you're doing is building up my resume. You just let me know what that fucking job is, <laughs> and I will punch in and go to work. No sweat. <laughs> I have no problem taking direction that way. I like it. Who wants to play guesswork? Yeah, well, you don't have a lot of ego tied up in, in it Fuck either, like no. a lot of guys do. You want to draw me a fucking roadmap, you go right ahead. Yeah. I will figure it out. You're yeah. great like that. Yeah, I don't care. So when she's riding my cock, and I'm, I'm playing with her clit just a little bit, because again, she gets sensitive really fast, particularly as she gets close to orgasm, and I'm you know, touching her, just running my other hand, my right hand all over her. Eventually, I get around her neck again and pull her toward me, so we're making out a little bit, and I'm, I'm holding her after we're making out. I hold her by the waist while she's riding me to get as deep as possible, and then she'll lean forward, like kind of with her elbows even, on my chest and her hands on my face, and it's just the right position. For whatever reason, that's what works for her. And once she orgasms, 
she's kind of laying on top of me, I think, at that moment. And we're just kissing a little bit. Still fucking hot. I am rock fucking hard. And I got to get on top of her, basically, is what I'm thinking at that time. So I kind of roll her over. I move over to the left side. And now I'm on top of her. And as I mentioned, she really likes that closed missionary position. That's how she gets off, right? But I didn't do that right away. Just I was in missionary position and really fucking her really hard, which I think is kind of like, I'll refer to it as priming the pump. It's warming (laughs) things up. And I did that for probably 15 or 20 minutes. So it's really nice, but you know it's not going to get her there. Is that what you mean? Yeah. What's really good about it is I can tell just about at this point when when we're in that position how much longer i need to do that before i can have her orgasm and it usually it's about 15 minutes it's a it's a pretty good period of time but once we get in that closed missionary it all bets are off she changes instantly like her demeanor changes oh that's so interesting yeah if she just becomes more demure and more submissive right away yeah, it's because she's ready to come. She just wants to do what it takes to get there, which I totally understand. Yeah, and and the cool thing is, I think at this point, I mean, I felt it in this particular moment, was that she trusted me to do what I needed to do to make that happen, and she knew I was going to do whatever I had to. Yeah, she knows at this point that you care about her pleasure, and you know how to get her there. You're intuitive enough, and you have a good enough sexual IQ that you remember things that have happened in the past and are going to apply them, and she trusts that that's going to happen. Yeah, so she basically just like where she was in control or tried to be in control a few minutes earlier has just completely relinquished control to me and just like basically told me without without saying words like do what you need to do which i just i love it so yeah fucking her really hard holding her arms down uh, kind of like her arms are extended above her head and i'm holding her her arms just below the elbow and we're kissing and i'm kind of nibbling on her neck a little bit biting her just a little bit you know biting her tits a little bit and kind of getting just getting in the moment and then just hard pounding for as long as it took to have her have an orgasm because as i said when she does it's this really just intense and very obvious orgasm that she's having you cannot mistake it for anything else and she just releases like all of the her strength goes out of her and just lays there yeah releasing all the demons yeah yeah sure whatever (laughs) that's what i think of it as it's like all the bad energy just leaves your body and you're just overtaken with like amazing energy all the bad juju out the door yeah and i don't you know it's it's interesting because you were we were talking about the the piercing i don't know if that lent a hand in her orgasm or not i'm gonna to have to ask her i'm not really sure in that position i do i just don't know because i would be super curious yeah i'm not really sure i'll have to ask if it's in, if that does enhance it because of the direction kind of the position I, I i assume there's something to it but amazing orgasm which i just really love to hear her scream basically when she has that orgasm so we stayed there for a moment just i stayed inside of her and kind of laying on her just to kind of calm down and, and come down off of it for a few minutes And from that point, we took a break. I got up. She kind of rolled over on top of me. We laid there for a minute. I took the condom off. She got up, got a glass of wine. I had some water. And then we sat on the bed and really just talked for a few minutes and and nothing specific, not about, not necessarily about sex. It was like how fucking hot that was and how much we enjoyed that. Well, that's sex. Yeah, but not like, it was basically... Not dirty talk necessarily. Right. It was really just kind of reminiscing about what had just happened in the last five minutes. And really very, very comfortable. We did that, again, probably 10 or 15 minutes of just small talk and just rehydrating, basically. And once she put her wine down, I put my water down. 
we got back on the bed. We were laying there and got back on the bed and got got close, just kind of touching each other, kissing a little bit. I was nibbling on her a little. And again, at this point, just still teasing, you know, not really ready to fully get into it again. I just want to, I guess, extend the moment because we had a pretty good amount of time and I wanted to use it all. So I reached over, got another condom, and I turned her over so she's on her stomach because fucking her from behind is fun and she enjoys it (laughs) and i get to do things to her from behind that really get her going again it's a tease because she can't see me she can't touch me she can't try to hold me down and i think it's that whole idea of her having to give up the control which just drives her crazy yeah because that's why i love it as much as i do because you have to give up the control there's no other option you have to relinquish it because you being behind have the access that you need to basically do whatever you want whether it's grabbing your my tits or choking me or fucking me as hard as you can or whatever yeah exactly and with her because she likes to take some level of control and having to give it all up you could just i can feel the energy she's just like oh okay you know like she can't do anything as i hold her arms down and just kind of bite and nibble on her again so this time i have her enclosed missionary but from the back and i'm doing the same exact thing holding her arms at the elbow and really just going to work i I was working up a sweat at this point we're dripping all over each other i'm certainly dripping on her and again just having an amazing time so when i finished there I turned her over and I was very much anticipating getting back into that closed missionary position, but she stopped me and laid me down, pulled the condom off and started sucking my cock. Again, only this time I can tell it's very obvious when she's sucking my cock mid play, it's different for when she's sucking my cock to try to make me come. It's very obvious. How? Well, during play, it's a lot of varying things that she's doing, right? She's going from my cock and stroking it to licking my balls and all that kind of thing. Maybe a little more playful. Absolutely. Not as intent. Because when she rolled me over and started sucking my cock, it was obvious that she had a purpose. And that was to make me come. <laughs> yeah. And she absolutely did. Stroking my cock and squeezing my balls a little bit, but never taking her mouth off my cock. Not oh. one time. Until I finally came and it was fucking amazing. Even when I tell her, hey, I'm getting ready to come, does not stop. She makes me come in her mouth and it's fucking amazing. I love it. And that's how I know for me, I get, again, it goes back to really enjoying getting to know the person that you're having sex with because I knew instinctively that even though I was going to tell her, she was not going to make me stop. She wanted me to come in her mouth, which I fucking love. Yeah. It's just a connection that you get with someone after you've been with them for a period of time and you've had a couple of experiences or multiple experiences. And yeah, I just think it's fucking awesome. So I came very quickly. We are just, I mean, I just collapsed. I was done, spent at that point. And just about that time, it was like 10 minutes after we finished and we were just laying in bed, you texted me and said, hey, we're getting ready to head back. Are you guys just about finished up? Well, it was after nine o'clock. This has been going on for over two fucking hours. Yeah. No wonder I'm fucking exhausted. No wonder. I am shocked hearing now that you guys fucked the entire time we were gone because it was a long time. Well, and I actually text you and I said, hey, just give me a few minutes. Give me about five minutes before you leave. I wanted to jump in the shower. I was fucking soaked. I was sweating. I was hot. I'm sure I was just a complete stinky mess. <laughs> and, you know, so of course, I have cum and spit all over my cock, which is so fucking hot. But I needed to jump in the shower. You know, I was like, I got I to gotta clean up before they get here. And so she did the same. We both cleaned ourselves up and thought, okay, they're going to come back, you and your friend. 
certainly I'm assuming because I, I believe at that point I was feeling like everything went well or you would have, I would have heard from you sooner. And because you said you were headed back or you guys were headed back, I thought, okay, we're going to give them the room. So we got the room cleaned up, made the bed, you know, the whole nine yards and got dressed and made plans to leave and go have a drink so we could leave you guys alone. And then of course you showed up and you know, it was after nine, it was almost nine 30 by the time you got there. And yeah, I was fucking spent. It was, but it was so fucking hot. It, it was sounds so hot. so hot. It sounds like a lot of just fun. And once again, like we said, the last time we talked about Tara, it's like one thing leads to another leads to another. It's this constant kind of ping pong game of sexual energy. And it sounds like everything just flows so nicely, which I know for you is a really big deal when it it comes to sex so i'm happy to hear it was like that again yeah there was there are no awkward moments it's really it's fluid it's seamless we really just click physically it is absolutely a physical connection no question about it uh, as i said outside of you i don't have those connections like i don't feel that way when i'm having sex with with someone necessarily i mean we've had a few of those we've had some really good experiences but when it happens it's like it's 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 just unique well you you've know? definitely had that experience with other people yes but i i think that you have actually done a really good job of kind of waiting until you find the right out of bedroom energy for it to yeah. make sense in the bedroom you've done a great job of finding people who make sense for you in that way you don't go through a lot of people no when you think about our journey and the and the, like the single gals for example or the gals that i have played with to this point they've all been substantial in terms of the relationship that i developed with them hannah obviously no exception amy was no exception persephone our friend uh you know clint's friend we really enjoyed her as a person we got to meet her over dinner and drinks and just got to know her over a period of time and then the play was amazing again this is no exception when that happens for me it just makes the most sense I, I don't know I guess I just don't I don't have an interest as I probably did as a younger man in those one-offs and just you know random experiences yeah it's hard to explain I, I don't know maybe because I'm getting older I don't know it's weird I maybe. just like it or maybe you just have different things that you value in your life right now. And it seems like one of the things you really value in terms of sex is feeling a true level of chemistry with people and waiting until you have that true level of chemistry to get naked with someone. Yeah. You're not just one, even if someone is super attractive, even if someone is like this total knockout, whatever, you're not someone who's just going to rely on that. And I think that because you're like that, you have significantly more meaty interactions if nothing else right there's a lot more substance to the interactions that you're having which of course does nothing but enhance things between you and i because i can tell yeah. when you're excited after an interaction when it's been amazing and when you just have the, all of this pent-up energy to provide me with which like we've said a bajillion times leading up to this is why we do it to begin with to bring that sexual energy back to each other and reconnect yeah i just think the more substantial the connection the more the more substantial the the interaction and the more i get out of it certainly and again i get to provide more for someone who i have a connection with there's no doubt that i'm a better partner to someone if i genuinely like them and really like being around them it just benefits everybody and certainly it benefits you and i because when we got back she and i you had finished up with your friend we said goodbye you and i were alone which is always the point anyway of that reconnection and the reconnection never disappoints it no. was as fucking hot as it's ever been we fucked in the shower 
on the soaking wet on the fucking bed. We were all over that room. Just Hours all, long sex. All over each other. All over each other. Yes. Like, I mean, it was like we had never had sex before. It was fucking insane. <laughs> because I had an amazing experience. You had just had an amazing experience. And again, it was a first. We have never done that before. We've never have, you know, gotten a room, both had dates, and both kind of had those great experiences one after the other, giving each other time to be with our respective partners. It's not something we had ever done. Well, we should do it far more often because it was fucking hot and yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, that's not, that's just one of those things that we need to be better at planning because it was fucking amazing. Yes, I completely agree. So hopefully we'll have another one of those two firsts to share with you. And of course, we've only shared half of that evening. I yeah. still have my time with a new gentleman that I have really become fond of. He's so much fun. And like I said, he compliments me a lot. And yes. he's super smart. And I just really like him. So we will have that story for you guys shortly. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to share it with everyone, including Brian. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> shit about it. And the truth is, when we had that reconnective time, together we weren't really talking at all about the experiences that we had just had we i don't think we had to it was really about just the, the energy right i was still fucking worked up i was also worked up because you had just been with somebody new and had clearly enjoyed yourself that energy just just fed us and we didn't need to talk about it. there were no words yeah well you couldn't talk anyway because i was choking you most of the time <laughs> And with your cock or your hands. Literally face fucking you for about 10 minutes. <laughs> it, and then the shower was just so fucking hot. There was no conversation in the shower. We were in the shower together. We were naked. I sat down on the bench that was in there and you just got on your knees and started sucking my no, cock. No, that's not what happened. Don't act like it was all me. You started playing with my pussy first. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah you yeah, did. I totally yeah. did. Well, you you always around. like to make me seem like I'm the dirty bird in this situation. Well, you totally are. <laughs> you turned around to rinse your back off and your pussy was in my face. I was like, oh, I'm going to touch that. That That's cute. I like that. So that's what I did. And then you took it upon yourself to get on your knees and start sucking my cock. And then we were off to the races at that point. It was so fucking intense. We didn't even dry ourselves off. We just got out of the shower. Shower, showers running, got on the bed and just went after it. It was fucking amazing. Yes, it was. That was just a good day and a good evening all around. We need more of those. Agreed. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, keep in mind that we have coming up on 90 bonus episodes of 90? From Porch Swingers. 90! Wow, I had no fucking idea it was that many, honestly. Yes, we have talked about so much on those bonus episodes. I have sucked Brian's and someone else's cock on a bonus episode. We have talked to Clint in more depth on a bonus episode. So we would love for you to come jump on with us and check those out as part of our bonuses available for sponsoring the show at patreon.com. So if you head to patreon.com slash swingers that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash front porch swingers you can check out all of the bonuses and tiers that we offer and we want to say a very big thank you to our newest patreon members who this week are t white and jordan thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us we look forward to producing a lot more exclusive content for you we also have naughty content that we are offering via our only fans account if you go to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers you're going to get daily pics videos and so 
much more. Naughty Audio is also one of my favorites that we put on there, so we would love for you to check that out as well. You can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FPSwingers and Instagram at FPSPodMedia. Also, guys, don't forget about our live shows on Stereo. Stereo is a great way to interact not only with us, but with other listeners of the live show. You can leave voice messages real time, and we cover an array of different sexuality topics every single week. And if you head to Stereo.com slash FPSwingers, you can not only listen to past episodes of our Stereo show, but you can also subscribe so that you get notified every single time we go live. We would love for you to come join us on there, share your thoughts about whatever topic we're talking about that week, and we can't wait to talk to you there. And I think that's what we have for you this week. We hope you'll stay tuned for all of the fun stories we have coming your way, the things we have planned for the near future, hopefully all of them very dirty. That's always the plan. And until then, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.